Hello and welcome to the Extraordinary Podcast. This is Tobias, your host, the founder of the Future Academy and Wondering. You can find the Future Academy at thefutureacademy.com and Wondering, which is my strategic brand consultancy at wonderagency.com. Hey, thanks so much for joining this episode. We're going to talk about how to grow a strong, profitable brand faster than you ever thought possible. Now, I don't know what you think is possible, so the, the headline is a little bit provocative. I get that. But the truth is that this strategy and these principles that I'm about to reveal to you, they can really, really kickstart a fast growth for your company. You know, this is not something invented for this podcast. These are time-tested tools. These are also, you know, pretty much my best learnings from, you know, from my own 14 years, or I should say 20 plus years, but let's say 14 years as a strategist and consultant. And I want to give them to you. Now, I do have a little bit of a catch here. At the end of this podcast, I'm going to share something with you that might be of your interest. I am launching Brand Mastery, my signature program for brand building. And uh, if you can't resist checking it out before we get into the content part, you can find it at thefutureacademy.com forward slash brand mastery. That's thefutureacademy.com forward slash brand mastery. It is a pretty massive program. And I don't say that to intimidate you. I say that so you understand that building a brand essentially will boil down to a system and a, a strong a smart strategy for applying, you know, the right kind of activities to the right kind of things. And this program will teach you all of it. It's a complete playbook for your business transformation. But okay, I'm going to leave uh, something for the end of this podcast as well. And let's jump into the, the uh, episode of today. So let's start by defining what a brand is. Now, I think you know what a brand is, but let's just have a working definition uh, for the purpose of this podcast. Your brand is, you know, the perceptions and the meanings that people attach to you, you know, whether you are a personal brand, like a person, whether it's your products, your services, or your company, or, and, a combination of those. So essentially, a brand is the end result. It's how people think of you. It's how they feel about you. And of course, these things are important because you know, these perceptions and these meanings I talked about, they're important because they affect people's decisions about whether they will choose you or not. And customer choice is the ultimate factor that determines the success of your brand and business. It's the end goal of everything that you do. It should be the end goal. Getting people to choose you, to say yes. You know, nothing is more important in business. Now, when we talk about customer choice, you know, we can break it down into three types of choice and they uh, equate to the only three ways that you can create revenue. They all involve the customer saying yes, choosing you. Now, one way is to add 
the number of customers. So there are more customers that choose you. Number two is that customers choose to buy more, meaning that you know they, they pay more they, or they buy at a higher price. And number three is that customers choose to buy more often. And when people buy more often, it means frequency. They come back to you more often. And typically, to grow a profitable business, you know, it's a combination of those three things. But they're really valuable, especially if you break them down and start thinking about what your strategy is. Like, should you be, you know, should you be focused on on getting more customers or should you be perhaps more focused on you know customer retention and nurturing the existing customers that you have because you probably know that you know getting a new customer is always going to be the most you know uh, um, expensive activity or in most cases it's the it's likely to be the most expensive activity okay but um, getting back to the the kind of uh, how this links to brand you know the brand determines you know, this choice, because a brand is the perception, the meanings, and that is essentially why people then either choose you or not, is because of the brand. And therefore, your brand is your most important and valuable business asset. I know some people might say, no, it's not. It's my factory. It's my people. It's my logistics, my supply chain. But really, when you think about it, the value of your business is directly linked to the quality of the relationships that you have with people. In other words, what they think and feel about you. The quality of those relationships is what determine how many customers you have, you know, how often they choose you, and how much they're willing to pay for whatever it is you're, you're selling. So everything else is secondary to this and they are you know, merely a means to an end, which is not to say they're not important, but it's to say that you need to put your customer and your brand you know, front and center of everything you do. So the brand is what stands between you and your success because the brand is the layer through which customers sees you and it affects their choice. Anyway, just wanted to get that out of the way because these are important principles that then affect how you build a strong brand. You know, your most important job is to create those valuable customer relationships. And the way you do that is essentially about brand building. But what does it really mean to have a strong brand? Let's just talk about that first because everyone talks about having a strong brand. What does it really mean? Well, if you ask me, you know, having a strong brand essentially comes down to two main things. First of all, people know you. That's criteria number one. People need to know you. And uh, now I mean, they need to know that you exist in the first place. If they don't know that you exist, they will never buy from you, right? And they need to know stuff about you. They need to know who you are, what you stand for, etc., Otherwise, they will not make up an opinion about you. So they need to know you. That's number one. And this, this relates mostly to the sort of traditionally to the marketing function, the marketing activities. Now, number two is the other criteria, as I was talking about, 
people, you know, they, they want to choose you. So the first one was people, people have to know you, but they have to want to choose you. Obviously, they need to be motivated. So whatever it is that you stand for, you know, what you, what you offer, it needs to connect with people. You know, whether it's through, you know, what you deliver in terms of function, features, benefits, or something purely emotional or even spiritual. You have to do something, you know, for people that make them want to choose you. So having a strong brand essentially boils down to the extent to how well you are known, but also how deeply they uh, understand and, and want you. Let me just say that one more time. So having a strong brand boils down to the extent of how well you are known you know, it could be mean both the number of, of people that know you, I mean, the, you know, how many they are, but also how deeply they know and understand you. Now, this depends a little bit on what kind of business you're in. Like, if your target is to sell to five specialist doctors, you might not go for the big number of people, but they need to know you intimately, deeply. They need to understand you so that they can uh, you know meet the other criteria that they will want to choose you. Now, this is still pretty top level, pretty basic, uh, but it's good for clarity. And um, the question then is, you know, how do you go about building a strong, profitable brand that meets those two main criteria, especially given the fact that we live in a hyper-competitive global world now? And I'm sure you're feeling it. Like nearly every category is filled with offerings and people can click the button and pretty much uh, access a global market in almost any category. So let's start by setting some goals, some criteria for a strong and profitable brand in addition to what I already talked about. So the first two things I, I said is like, these are the two things that are most likely to stand in the way of your growth, of your profitability. This idea, you know, how many people know you, how well do they know you, and how many people who want to choose you. Those are the top criteria. This thing I'm talking about now is like, what is the criteria for a brand? What does it need to do? There are three main things that your brand needs to do. It needs to be relevant. It needs to be different or even unique. And it needs to be authentic. So relevance, it means that people feel that what you stand for and what you offer is like exactly for them. You know that feeling when you, uh, you know, a brand communicates to you or or there's a, there's a product that you're using, a piece of software, as a service, and you feel like, oh my God, this was like, it's as if someone, someone you know, got into my brain and they understood exactly how I want it. I know it's quite rare because very few companies are, are focused enough. And uh, that is something we're going to jump into. You need to be very focused on a specific target group in order to, to build something that is highly relevant. So relevance is the number one criteria, actually. You know, when, you, when they research, 
you know, brands and what really makes great brands, the relevance comes up at the top. Now, the second second thing is difference. I mentioned that in unique or uniqueness. I, I'd love to say uniqueness because but uniqueness, you know, really requires that you're you're the only one. You do something that uh, that makes you different, let's say. That's the basic criteria. But what you want to do is you want to find something that you do that no one else does. I mean, in within your category or in a certain way. And number three was authenticity. So being authentic, what it really means is that your brand is rooted in what you're really good at, what is natural to you, and something that fits your overall story. And what I mean by story, I mean your competence, your heritage, your brand image, and your business goals. You know, So authenticity essentially means being true to who you really are. And you never want to try to build a brand based on something that is not really true to you. It's going to go to shit uh, at some point. So, you know, we talked about relevance, difference, and authenticity. Now, all these criteria, uh, they point in one direction. At all cost, should you avoid being seen as mediocre? You know, because when you're mediocre, it means that people have more choice you're even seen as a commodity. So price is the only factor. And uh, you need to do everything you can to be considered the only viable choice for your customers. Now, to be considered the only viable choice, you need to be specifically you know, aiming at a certain group of people with certain desires. Otherwise, it's not possible. You can't be all things to all people. I'm sure you've heard that before. Okay, so that's kind of the top-level theory part. Now let's try to become a little bit more practical and granular here. What are the steps, you know? What is the secret? What is the formula for doing this, for achieving these criteria? Well, there are a few different ways that you can do it. However unless you are one of those giant corporations with massive resources, your best bet is to follow this powerful, simple strategy. It's worked for tons and tons of brands and companies before you, and it will work for you. And in fact, it's how many of those giant brands and corporations became that way in the first place. I call it the only strategy. And it is a simple strategy and a system for growing an extraordinary brand and business in, in practically any field. And let me share, you know, what this strategy and system is rooted in. Like, what are the core principles and ideas? So, first of all, we already established that your goal needs to be to be considered the only viable choice by your most potential customer group. So it means that you need to be searching for the best possible ideal customer for you. An ideal customer means a a representation of a certain customer group and sort of to define who that ideal customer is down to like one person that represents a segment. Now you could have different segments if you have, you know, if you can really pull it off. 
But for most businesses, they focus on too many segments and they cannot do something irresistible, something extraordinary, you know, in terms of value for those people. So, um, so number two was you must search, you must search for the best possible ideal customer and then you must understand more about those people than anyone else. This is absolutely essential and it's a starting point for achieving, if you want to call it a competitive advantage or edge or whatever you call it. But unless you understand more, unless you understand your customers deeper than anyone else, how on earth are you going to build something that they will think is only for them? And number three, you must design an irresistible offering for your ideal customer. Now that means that basically you first understand them, who they are, what they want, how they want it, why they want it on such a level that you can use that information to design not kind of what they want, but exactly what they want and how they want it. And so uh, that is, you know, the key. That is really secret. And of course, it requires that you are extremely focused in terms of your choice. So customer, choosing the right ideal customer is the key. And then developing something I call the, the customer blueprint, which is a, a it could be a, a, a presentation or just a bunch of insights, but neatly and well-organized so that you can use that information to develop your offering, to communicate, to innovate, to really put your customer first. Okay, now number four. So we talked about designing an irresistible offering. Number four is you must stay extremely focused on serving only your ideal customer and serving them better than anyone else. And we must, you know, um, and you must only focus on the vital few things that matter to them, to those people, but also focusing only on the vital few things that matter for your business, constantly weeding out everything unnecessary. And what I mean by unnecessary, I mean things that don't add to the bottom line, that don't add to the customer delight that you want to create. You know, it could be um, you know, it, mean, it could mean firing the wrong clients that you're taking on or bad clients or unprofitable clients that just don't fit that ideal customer description. You know, it could mean uh, not getting involved with unnecessary projects or new product development, the wrong type of hires, purchases. You know, there's so many things that we as entrepreneurs and, and business owners and leaders that we you know, we, we think we need to stay busy and we so easily, we, we clutter up our, our calendar and we lose our focus. And that is the most essential thing you need to learn not to do. You need to create that clarity around what exactly you need to be doing day in and day out to learn how to do that better than anyone else. And then we get to point number six, which is you must create a plan for how you will nurture your best customers. So there's something, uh, I call it the power base, which is the group of customers that you have acquired 
and who already like you or even love you. You know, they rave for you. They want more of the good stuff. And so um, in this strategy, in the only strategy, um, you know, it's, yes, you should go out and initiate new conversations or relationships and draw them in and convert them to customers. But the focus is essentially on, on nurturing your existing customers. And again, going back to those three ways you can create revenue, you know, it's the, the other two which matter here. So not growing only in this term, terms of the number of customers, but making sure that you um, that these people are so happy that they're willing to pay more and they come back to you. They don't leave. So you don't want to have a lot of churn. You know, churn just meaning that that you're, you're bringing in customers and then a lot of them are leaving. It depends on your business, of course, but in, in most cases, this will be the strategy that will get you to profitability the fastest way. Okay, number seven is you have to operationalize your business, meaning that you design a simple, scalable system for everything you do. I'm talking about processes, guides, you know, everything that you do needs to be documented and it needs to be turned into a process. Simple steps that most people can do. Because again, as entrepreneurs, one of the biggest, biggest mistakes that happen is that as entrepreneurs, we take on too many things ourselves and we can't delegate. And this also applies to large organizations, you know, managers, leaders, you know, we're all guilty of it. You know, not, I guess, not everyone, but most of us. I am, at least. And then, uh, point number eight, you know, first, as you go through this process, the only strategy, which is the strategy we're talking about right now, and there's a system for where you focus your attention, the first goal is to work toward discovering a profitable business. Now, I'm talking about the profitable customer, you know, profitable offering and this business system and, and weeding out everything that will not help you get there. And only then are you ready to scale and grow from your core. And when it's time to grow, luckily we live in the best time that's ever existed you know, for scaling a business because we have you know, at our disposal, we have social media, we have advertising, digital advertising, we have we have tools that means that we can, we can scale up almost in any business. And now I know if you're a local barber or, or something like that, this might not apply to you. But you can scale and grow through digital assets in any case, even if you're a local business. Uh, you might not be able to, to scale up your operations in terms of, of, uh, of digitalizing everything. Like, if, again, if you're a barber shop, you know, you might be able to to recruit more people and, and kind of expand. This will work for that. This will work for this. But particularly if you're you know, in, in, in a line of business where you can scale up a little faster, this strategy is just the fastest. It's also the simplest and most powerful you know, strategy that I've ever discovered. And so just to, to summarize what I've been talking about, you know, Building a profitable brand that grows fast only takes a kind of a steadfast dedication to a few simple principles that the ones I talked about here. 
You know, building a brand comes down to delivering unique value, doing more for people than anyone else, doing something for people that no one else does. And to deliver unique value, you must choose to focus on the smallest viable market, on the smallest number of people you can possibly do without going bankrupt, then understand them better than anyone else, and then find more people like that, not going to other people with other offerings. That is such a huge pitfall in my experience. And also, you must be disciplined and not keep creating, as many of us entrepreneurs do all the time, including myself. You want to create more. You want to solve problems. You want to keep it fresh and stimulating and different. But the truth is, that's not how you scale a business. You don't want to be diluting your attention and your energy and, worst of all, your precision in the marketplace. So you have to focus. So the key word of this whole approach and this strategy is focus. And focus will give you uniqueness, onlyness, what this is all about. Because being seen as the only choice is the holy grail of business. Because when you, as a consumer, as a person, Think of something as your only choice. There's much more dependency. You don't want to choose something else, so you're more likely to pay more, <clears throat> even tolerate more. So you have to be extremely clear about who you are, what you stand for, why people should choose you, and then connecting your brand to your business, building a simple system that can scale. And so that is the essence of the only strategy. Now, I know there is actually more stuff here than, than maybe you thought I'd talk about. I talked about nine different points there to give you an overview of it. Now, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I have a new course out. It's something I've been building over the course of a year. I call it Brand Mastery, and it's the most complete playbook uh, brand transformation program that at least I've ever seen. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's really boils down to the only strategy and six uh, areas where you need to focus uh, to build a sustaining, you know, a brand that, you know, sustains your, your advantage over time. Because nowadays, you know, building a brand is not, to f you know, about fixing something once. You need to to attend certain areas all the time. For example, the customer is one of the modules in the course. Uh, you know, you need to attend to, you need to first understand who they are and define it and you need to understand what people want and how they want it and why they want it. But you need to continually do this. You know, you're going to get some good insights, you're gonna work with that, but you, you should never take your eyes off these six areas that I'm building this course around. Anyways, I'm not going to go, you know, into too much detail about exactly, you know, how the modules work and so forth. I will just say that this is a, this is um, a ten-week program. Now you can do it at any pace you want, but this is an online course. So there are like some seventy to eighty recorded videos and a workbook, the brand playbook. Of, you know, it's hundred twenty-five page workbook. It's quite massive, where I put all my best tools that I've learned and, and developed. Over the years, I put all of that into the system, into into brand mastery. And in addition, there's this online group coaching alongside, you know, the whole course. So, 
I will personally help you go through the material to answer questions, to coach you, to make sure that you understand things and that you implement them. Because this course is essentially about results. Like, yes, you will learn a lot during this course. I promise you that. But more importantly, I want you to implement immediately. I want you to get fast results. So if this is something that, you know, sounds good and you're interested, just go to thefutureacademy.com forward slash brand mastery and check out what I think you will find to be a very generous offer. I'm offering you this at half the price if you act within the next 10 or 11 days, uh, of course, depending on when you're listening to this, but as of the recording of this. So anyways, Hope that gave you something to think about. Hope that um, hope that inspired you, and hope that you uh, check out Brand Mastery. It's really something I put so much of my my um, last year into. Like I, I've really been spending most of my time just reading, writing, thinking, recording, editing, reworking this program, and I'm really proud of it. And I I also I've included a two-week full money-back guarantee. So uh, within two years, I'm mean, sorry, <laughs> within two, two weeks, you can enroll in this program, you can start, you can check out pretty much, you can go through a, a lot of the content and you can still decide to opt out if you don't want to. As you can tell, I really want you to try this out because I know, because I've been doing this for so long and I've been helping many companies transform their brand and their business and these are the exact tools that I've been using. You know, the difference is that I charged often, you know, you know, fifty to hundred fifty thousand for projects like this, and I'm making it available to you for nine hundred ninety-seven euros. So I think that's pretty fair. Of course, it's not exactly comparable because this was consulting and this will be be coaching. One thing I didn't mention: there's also a Facebook group, so everyone who signs up will be able to to communicate. You know, ongoing with each other, and I'll be online, Facebook, answering questions throughout the whole 10 weeks. Anyway, um, hope you found that useful. Hope you check it out. If you don't, that's cool too. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, I'll be back with more episodes. My mission is to really to serve you, to provide simple, powerful tools to help you become a better entrepreneur, to help you reach your goals within a small business or a large business. I'm here to put my best thinking in hopefully understandable, simple formats and tools for you. Have a great week and I look forward to talking to you soon again.